Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey everyone, welcome to the show today. Special shout out, here comes Yoshiko, to Yoshiko Dart. Wow, we just had a great celebration in D.C., of the 27th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. It was awesome. (coughs) Excuse me. And it was with our new chair at AAPD, Ted Kennedy, Jr. Wow. AAPD, we had such a great event. All day was a great event. Being with Yoshiko was awesome. Meeting the interns, she brought her young people with disabilities from Japan was really great. And by the way, I see we have all these listeners in Japan. I want to tell you how much I appreciate it, and I want you to spread the news so we get more people with disabilities on the show and to other countries. And a special shout-out to South Korea, where I just came from. I hope you all know. I think about you all the time. So we have to thank our sponsors, Highmark, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Highmark is our lead sponsor. And a couple other sponsors we had this year, Covestro and AudioEye. So I'm just so excited to be here today. I am one that loves theater. I love it. And that's why I'm so excited uh, to talk with our guest today. Catherine Spitz-Cohen is the executive director of Film Pittsburgh. Catherine, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Joyce. I'm really excited to be with you. Well, let's, for our guest knowledge, how about if we start by you telling everyone how you first got involved in film? Sure thing. Well, I um, grew up, you know, in Pittsburgh and fell in love with movies as a little girl, movies and theater, like you said. And, um, you know, that started me on my way. I just always um, enjoyed watching movies and ended up getting involved, very involved in theater um, in you know, when I was little and then went to um, Northwestern University and studied theater and moved to Los Angeles to get into the film business. Um, There was a big earthquake there and I moved back to Pittsburgh and I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I ended up getting involved first in the theater community and then in the film community here in Pittsburgh. Well. We're glad you came back because I love (laughs) Pittsburgh, and then you brought your knowledge in this great film uh, genre back to our city. Um, And like you, you know, Pittsburgh really does have a great arts community. I'm on the board of the Civic Light Opera, which I'm so proud of, but we are just have had so many films and movies done here in Pittsburgh. Um, it's, it's really a great city, and people are often surprised how important arts and the entertainment is in this city. We're very lucky, uh, I think, because there is so much support for the arts. Um, and, you know, some people might say that our sports teams, our professional sports teams, um, take precedence, but I think that it's equally, people love sports here, but they also love their arts, and we wouldn't have such incredible art offerings if it weren't for um, the foundations in town that support us, for the, the, um, the people in, the, in all the suburbs as well as in the city that um, come out and support all the different types of arts groups that we have here. So, you know, Pittsburgh is not that big of a city, and yet we have a really, we are operating on a very high level in terms of our arts offerings. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I've got to ask you a question, Catherine, before we go forward. Favorite movie? What is your favorite film? You know, I watch probably 
close to a thousand movies a year for my job. And, wow. Um, and I, I can't say that I have a, a favorite film. Um, you know, they're all my babies. They're all my children. <laughs> um, but I do like um, a certain type of film that's um, usually a little, um, makes you think a little bit, doesn't necessarily come in a, um, a nice, pretty package. Um, you know, I, I went to see The Big Sick um, this past weekend, and the trailers that preceded the film, um, m- the majority of them just were so filled with violence and car chases and explosions, and I, it doesn't appeal to me. I'm much more interested in um, uh, narrative-driven or, or the, the written script, you know, the interaction of people and relationships and, um, you know, uh, comedy and humor also is, is very appealing. So um, I thought the Big Sick did a good job of including humor in a film that was ultimately um, had some life and death issues going on. So yeah. I thought they did a great job yeah. of combining those two things. Yeah, I always, you know, I always look for that great film once a year. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and frequently, really, it is more a lot of the movies that that you talked about. Um, but we do have some great movies, and with what you're doing, we're gonna we have a lot of things to look forward to. So, how about if you tell our listeners what is Film Pittsburgh? Well, that's, it's actually a very good segue. So Film Pittsburgh, we don't show um, Hollywood movies. Um, we show independent film. And we don't make movies like many of the production companies that come into town to shoot films. We present film. And we have five distinct programs um, that, you know, three film festivals and then two other film programs that present the best uh, in, in independent cinema that is out there. Um, you know, so our film festival that I'm really excited about, it's upcoming, is, you know, Real Abilities, the Real Abilities Film Festival. And um, it is a film festival that started in um, New York City, and it has branched out into satellite cities across the country. Um, Pittsburgh is a satellite city. Um, The FISA Foundation approached me um, about seven years ago, and I had already heard of it, but I knew my organization, Film Pittsburgh, was so small at the time, I knew that I needed a partner with... um, knowledge and connections in the disabilities community to help me um, create a successful Real Abilities Film Festival here in Pittsburgh. And um, the FISA Foundation approached me and asked me if I was interested. Well, I already knew all about it, and I was, I was absolutely on board and excited to start. So it took us about um, not quite two years, but a year and a half or so, we did our first Real Abilities Film Festival here in Pittsburgh in 2013. So in September, this September, we'll be celebrating our fifth um, anniversary, our fifth annual Real Abilities Film Festival. Um, Real Abilities shows films that are um, really bringing people together to explore and celebrate our shared humanity through stories about people with disabilities and other differences. So um, it's, it's really of all the programs that we do, I think it's, it's changed me more than any of the other programs because it has opened my eyes to... Um, the world of those living with a disability, and I just had no idea about um, the struggles and, um, you know, just a lot of 
um, situations that happen, like just how difficult it is to get a job for one, for example, or uh, how difficult it is to get from point A to point B, um, you know, transportation. So these things for me, um, being part of the Real Abilities Film Festival has just opened my eyes. Of course, when you think about going to the movies, um, what I learned early on is that a lot of venues, a lot of movie theaters don't have, um, you know, the necessary accessibility for some people with disabilities. So that's always really important for us um, to make sure that we provide um, ASL and audio description um, and that all of our films have captions or subtitles and that there is um, wheelchair seating and, of course, that the venue has an elevator if necessary. So all of these things go into, excuse me, everything that we do now, but particularly, especially the Real Abilities Film Festival. You know what? That is so awesome, and I have <laughs> a lot more questions about that, but we have to go to break for a minute. Uh, sure. And when we come back, we'll talk about this more. If you just joined us, we're talk, talking to Catherine Spitz-Cohen, the Executive Director of Film Pittsburgh. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.vendorconsult.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We are talking to my guest, Catherine Spitz-Cohen, the executive director of Film Pittsburgh. And right after break, I want to talk again, I wanted to talk to you again about this Real Abilities Film Festival. This is what you were talking about before we went to break. So this focuses on people with disabilities. Is that correct? That's correct. All of the films um, have something to do with people with disabilities, either their star, the film stars somebody with a disability or the theme is about somebody with a disability or it's directed by somebody with a disability. But all of the films are um, celebrating and or exploring um, people with disabilities. I mean, and that is so wonderful. I think that is so awesome. This festival, when is it here in Pittsburgh? When is it? Our next festival is September 6th through 13th. And where is it? It will be at a new venue for us this year, the Southside Works Cinema. Southside Works Cinema, September 6th through the 13th. What are some of the films you'll be showing? Well, I can't scoop them. <laughs> if I told you, you'd, you'd be getting scooped. Um, actually, we go live on our website in about two weeks, and so all of the films will be announced then. But I can tell you um, our opening night film, we're just about to announce it, so I can give you the scoop on that. It's a, it's a really wonderful um, feature film called Sanctuary from Ireland. And it's um, it, it's a comedy, but it also has real important dramatic moments uh, in it. And uh, it's about a young couple, and they um, they live in a um, uh, you know they live in I don't know what you would call this uh, where they live, but they, they live in a an environment of you know an assisted living um, environment. And mm-hmm. they go out with others in the, you know, that, that they live with. On, they, they have outings, field trips. And um, they are, um, you know, they just want to be alone together. And so the story of their relationship is played out um, with... A very high level of energy. Um, there's some karaoke. There's some dancing, and um, it's just really lovely. Uh, the majority of the characters are actually people living with Down or autism. One of the characters has epilepsy, and so it's just a really great film. And it's um, uh, can't. It's our opening night film. I can't say enough about it. It's really Wow, fun. that is awesome. Now, just so we understand this, you know, is there, that's opening night, uh, but Correct. this is a film festival. So is there like a different movie every night or how does it work? Correct. Correct. So that's a really good question. So film festivals, in addition to showing you films that you would not see at your normal cinema, something coming out of Hollywood, you get the chance to see films that are real, that are meaningful, that aren't um, as, you know, sort of over the top with um, violence and car chases and all of that. They're just, they're more real films. And it doesn't mean that, you know, a film festival, you wouldn't necessarily see a film that's a thriller or a mystery or something like that. It's just that these films tend to be lower budget. They tend to have, um, you know, they're just independent. You might also in these films see um, a famous person or an actor that you recognize from somewhere else just because actors want to work. You know, actors just want to work. They're not always making that big budget Hollywood feature. So 
Um, they appear in independent films. And I really, I can't say enough to your listeners about supporting local film festivals because um, we tend to um, not only present really great films, but also we might invite in the filmmaker or the an actor from the film or have a conversation about the film themes. And those are things that we call added value. So you're already seeing a great movie that's been selected from many, many other films. Like I said, I've watched maybe a thousand films every year. My organization ends up showing maybe 60 or 70 out of that thousand. So the, the films are curated. You know, we have um, community previewers that help us preview the films, and then we select them um, for all of our different programs. So um, anyway, back to real abilities, um, the themes are uh, varied. So we have um, film, different films every um, date that we have it. Um, we, so our festival is September 6th through the 13th, and we have films not every day, but almost every day. Sometimes we take a day off in between that, but there will be um, five feature-length films and one um, program of short films that we have curated over the course of that week, six, uh, September 6th through 13th. Wow, that is awesome. And I wanted, you know, I wanted you to talk about this because I want to get that news out. I want the disability community to know about this. I know exactly what you mean, Catherine, how you were explaining it works because I was asked to go to the Tribeca Film Festival and the it was Monica and David, the film Monica and David. And then they had a part after where like myself and another person just answered questions from the audience about disability. So that's sort of similar to what you're talking about, correct? Correct. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I think that, you know, um, while some people, um, you know, might be lazy or decide, like, oh, I'm tired, I don't want to go out, I'll just watch some movie on TV or whatever, the energy of going out to a film festival and participating with a crowd of people and supporting something like that and opening your eyes to films that you would not have the opportunity to see else, elsewhere. Um, you know, it's really exciting. It's really, um, it's fun. Yeah, oh, I think that's awesome. You know, I'm glad you said there are movies with people with disabilities as actors and or actresses because that is a really big issue in the disability rights community that now I'm talking about Hollywood films or TV uh, where they have selected an actor that does not have a disability to play someone with a disability. Uh, this has yeah, become a big... Yes. This has become a very, very big issue uh, that we're all, you know, working on. So I'm, I'm glad to hear, you know, I'm glad to hear what you said. Um, well, I, so I noticed a I'm difference sorry, between just between this year and last year, quite frankly. This year, there were many more films for me to choose from. In other words, we don't make the movies. We can only select the films that are available to us. So... Um, Last year, there were very few fictionalized films, so a, a, a narrative film versus a documentary. Documentaries, we had lots of documentaries about people with disabilities. That wasn't an issue. But narrative films, fiction films, um, sometimes people call them features, um, those films oftentimes last year, the actor or actors in the film that were portraying a disability, they did not have that disability. And this year, that is not the case. The majority of our films, if not all of our films this year, when there is somebody portraying a disability, that is because they have the disability. And it's so exciting for me to be able to select those films because they're, they're out there. So I'm hopeful that this is a sign that will 
um, that this will continue to grow and that more and more films will be made with people with disabilities because if our lineup this year is any indication, it, it's very, they're very good, so good, really good. Oh, that's so exciting. And you know what? It's so exciting to me to hear, to hear that you have seen that move. That's, that's wonderful. Um, all right. Hey, we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, we are talking to Catherine Spitz-Cohen, Executive Director of Film Pittsburgh. So exciting. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Podstars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.vendorconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone. We're talking today to Catherine Spitz-Cohen, the Executive Director of Film Pittsburgh. Such exciting stuff going on. Uh, And Catherine, you were saying that in a few weeks... Uh, our listeners will be able to see the sh- movies that are going to be seen at the film festival. What website, where do they go? They should go to www.filmpittsburgh.org. Our film website Pittsburgh, will link it. Film Pittsburgh.org Film Pittsburgh is org. our website. Okay. Yes. Make sure you check it out, everyone. Um, okay, now at your other film festivals, you do have other ones, right? Not just real Correct. abilities. Yeah. So, what so what are I, they I like? Like, tell you, can... yeah, absolutely. Um, so we we are starting a new film festival in Pittsburgh this fall called Pittsburgh Shorts, and we're super excited about it. A, it's a partnership with the Cultural Trust, which is based downtown, and we are going to be located at the August Wilson Center, which is a beautiful building in downtown Pittsburgh. Um, And when you show short films, I mean, everybody loves shorts because if you don't like the film, you just take a little nap for a minute or two and then the next one starts right up. So, But all kidding aside, it gives us the opportunity to show, um, we anticipate we'll be showing up to 75 short films over a five-day period in blocks of, of shorts. And um, we are able to highlight certain um, themes. So we might have a block of films that are 
you know, focusing on women, or we might have a block of films that are focusing on people with disabilities. Although what's more likely, since the Real Abilities Film Festival will have just taken place, um, I have reached out to a number of other film festivals in Pittsburgh that already exist and will be highlighting the best of. So, for example, in Pittsburgh Shorts, which takes place um, in late October, we will have the best of um, the Gay and Lesbian Film Festival short films, the best of the Asian Film Festival's short films, the best of um, Real Abilities short films, so that we would have, um, we'll be able to include other film festivals, local film festivals in our Pittsburgh shorts, as well as shorts from all over the world. So um, we're super excited about that. We also do the J Film Festival, which is um, focuses on Jewish themed films, and that is our oldest program. We're celebrating our 25th film festival this year, and um, that happens every year during the spring. And again, the films aren't necessarily religious in nature; they they focus on our common humanity, as do the real ability the Real Abilities films. So we are always trying to cross-pollinate, bring in people from all over with all different types of people to come together in the dark of a theater and watch a movie. It's a wonderful way to, to build community, in our opinion. Wow, I think that's awesome. These short films, like short how long are they? What do you mean by short? Well, the official, uh, you know, if you go to the Academy Awards, um, you know, the Oscars website, that we use their um, criteria, which is up to 40 minutes, but most of the films are much shorter than that. You know, I would say the average is like 16, 17 minutes, but then sometimes you get some really short films, like a six-minute film, and other times the film might be 20 or, you know, 22 minutes or something like that, but they're all over the place up to 40 minutes. Wow, that, you know, I, I love things like that. And, um, it, it, you know, when I hear about this, it's just so great to hear these things happening in Pittsburgh. You know, I just love it. I, I really do, and it gives so much to offer. You know those film festivals you're talking about? How, how do you purchase tickets ahead of time? Well, you know, you, we try to publicize everything that's going on in Pittsburgh on our Facebook page, Film Pittsburgh, because we believe in promoting all film, all independent film in Pittsburgh. So that's one good way to know when things are happening, if a festival is opening. But certainly our website or our Facebook page, um, our website for our three festivals and our Facebook page for... Uh, all of what's happening. We do a weekly um, post about what's happening in film and, you know, what films are playing in Pittsburgh every weekend. And what, what is the Facebook page? Just Film Pittsburgh? Film Pittsburgh, uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, I'll have to check that out. Um, but you have so many things going on here. Um, <laughs> you have the J Film Festival. What, right. what is that? What is well, that? that's the film. That's the that's the film festival that um, highlights films that have some essence of Jewishness about them. Oh, that is awesome! Yeah, yeah. you really do cover everything, don't you? Right. I didn't tell you about Teen Screen. Teen Screen. Well, is that's our my program. next question. What, what okay. is Teen Screen? I jumped the gun. Teen no, Screen. No, no. Go um, right ahead. <laughs> teen Screen. Um, is right up there close to real abilities in terms of uh, what what it's done for me in terms of who I am as a person. Um, we started this program back in 2005, and um, it brings diverse school groups, middle schools and high schools, to a commercial cinema in the morning before the theaters are usually open to watch a film that we have curated, that we have selected. Um, we have a roster of films that actually the teachers say like, hey, I'm teaching this, so I think this film sounds really good. Let's come to see that. And then we put together groups of maybe like 100 to 200 students from different schools that come to see a film about um, important topics 
visually um, stimulating films about important topics. So they're learning in a way that is different than um, from a textbook or a lecture in the classroom. And it's so amazing. You see these kids um, come into the theater really early in the morning and they're tired and they're sort of, you know, they, they come in and they don't really want to be there and they might get some concessions, some popcorn and, you know, some Slurpees or whatever. And, and then they sit down and they watch these films and the film ends and they are changed human beings. They are, they can't believe it. They can't believe, they think they're going to see something that's boring or, I mean, we ask them to write notes, reflections for us after they see the films and they go back to school and they write us these these um, reflections, they, they sometimes they're so poignant and, and they'll say things like, oh, I thought this was going to be the biggest nap and I just couldn't believe what this film meant to me. I just about fell out of my chair. I couldn't, could, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. It just so spoke to me. And so the films are about, you know, we have really important films, films about human trafficking, films about genocide, the Holocaust, um, and ultimately, through this program, we're trying to encourage young people to be global citizens, to take an interest in what's going on outside of their world and, and really open their eyes to what's going on out in the world here in Pittsburgh as well as, um, you know, across the globe. And then also, what can they do? What what you know some of the films that we show are character studies of people that have really made a difference one person you know i think sometimes we feel overwhelmed by the world's problems and we don't think well i'm just one small person what can i do and these films help them to see that they can make a huge difference in the world and it's you know, it's an amazing program. We've well, that we've is shown a, now. How many school districts? How many 40, school districts participate? Say it again. Wow, how many school districts participate? Uh, I think there's probably about fifty to sixty school districts a year. But just to, so you have an idea, at, annually we get about five thousand students, and um, you know, since two thousand and five. We're up like over 40,000 um, students have participated in this program. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, that, that's yeah. good. That's a good thing. That is a really good thing. Um, yeah. And, you know, let's face it. Sometimes film, theater has more of an impact than anything else can. Um, and and uh, it's so powerful. You know, when you were talking exactly. about human trafficking or genocide, it's seeing it. It's that medium of seeing it that um, that really can have a profound impact. And I always say if you just impact one person for change, think what you've done, right? I, I agree with you. I, that's exactly my, my thinking. And, um, you know, we all learn differently. And I know that I'm a visual learner, so I guess it's a good thing that I'm in this job because I watch a lot of films. But, um, you know, people learn differently. And so we know that students are learning through reading textbooks and learning through listening to um, a teacher lecture, but we don't often have, and when I say visually stimulating, I mean these films are artistic. They are aesthetically pleasing. They're, they're, you know, there's cinematography. We talk about all of that as well in terms of what we hope to encourage these kids to branch out and go to see foreign films, open their eyes to something other than, you know, what's coming out of Hollywood. So, um, it's um I, I just again if we if we touch one person if we reach one person or if one person um you know goes on to be a filmmaker or help others in need or do something that they wouldn't have done without 
seeing this movie, then we feel like we've we've succeeded. Right. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think it's awesome. Well, listen, we're going to go to our last break before we close the show, but I just want to mention, if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, oh, I know this person would love this show, remember, these shows are archived on my website at BenderConsult.com and at VoiceAmerica.com. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We're going to be right back with Catherine. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training in technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.vendorconsult.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed our show today uh, with Catherine Spitz-Cohen. I know I have, as we've talked to the Executive Director of Film Pittsburgh, and I just want to say, Catherine, in behalf of people with disabilities, how much I appreciate your commitment to making it accessible for everyone. Well, it is my pleasure. I, I, um, I'm grateful that I, that I got to do it. Thank you. Well, it's really disappointing when you're someone who is deaf or whatever the disability may be and you can't participate, so I think it's awesome. Um, Catherine, obviously, you know, you are very uh, arts-oriented, but just also a person that cares about human rights. So usually there's a reason for that. So my question to you is, who is or was your role model? <laughs> That's a really great question. Um, I would have to say my parents. Um, my father was very hardworking, a very, um, you know, both of my parents were hardworking Pittsburgh people. Um, I have two older brothers, and to this day, I remember my mom saying to me when I asked her, you know, if I was, you know, it had something to do with, am I as good as my brothers, or can I be that or do that? And my mom looked me in the eyes and said, you can do anything you set your mind to. So I think that, um, you know, having that kind of input as a young person was really important. I also, um, my hero in life when I was 
a little young, I'm dating myself here, but a very young child, my hero in life was Roberto Clemente. And Roberto Clemente was really, for those of you that don't know, I mean, everybody should know who Roberto Clemente was, but he was a um, an amazing baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And he, I was always impressed by him because he always seemed to... Um, really give a hundred percent effort, and um, I also remember as a little kid thinking that sometimes people were mean or said mean things about him because if he was hurt, um, he didn't play. Or, but I always just thought that when he did play, he gave a hundred percent, and I was very impressed by that. And then ultimately, very saddened because he died on a mercy mission to Nicaragua. Um, he was taking supplies to those um, in need from a devastating earthquake. So that was very impactful on my young life. And I would have to say that, you know, my parents and Roberto and, and other strong women that I have encountered over the years um, that, um, you know, I think maybe today at this day and age, younger women, millennial women are, you know, they not a big deal at all, but I think for my generation, um, there's still a lot of um, wanting to see equality in terms of pay, wanting to see equality in terms of um, women at the board table, you know, at the, in the boardroom, et cetera, et cetera, or women CEOs. So, um, you know, I think that those are, um, those are the people that sort of led the way for me and um, hopefully um, I can give back as I continue on in my career. Oh, my goodness, Catherine. I have to tell you, in my office behind me is this huge photograph of Roberto Clemente. (laughs) It is a shadow box with a ticket to see him, which, by the way, was $14.15. How about that? Uh, But showing his big hit, his 3,000th hit. That's what it is. And I can't believe you mentioned that. As anyone that knows me knows, I'm a very ardent Pittsburgh Pirates fan. But without question, Roberto was, in my opinion, the best baseball player of all time. But my real thing is this thing he did, this humanitarian mission where he worked so hard uh, to give back. And, and, you know, as you said, that's how he died, giving back. But what a lot of people don't know is he also had a special interest in children uh, with disabilities. So, wow. like you... I, that he I did is, not know. Yeah, like you, he is... Um, a hero of mine. So when you said that, wow, I almost fell off my chair. I thought, unbelievable. <laughs> no wonder I like you, Catherine. So Aww, my two favorite you, things, movies, helping people with disabilities, three actually, and Roberto. <laughs> so, yeah. Catherine, you know, when you were talking earlier, I was thinking, <clears throat> look what she's done, what you've accomplished. Uh, you've done so much. So my question to you is, what do you consider your greatest accomplishment? Well, first of all, thank you. I I don't know if I feel that way. I just am a, you know, I'm a Pittsburgh gal and I just work hard. And um, I, uh, so I thank you for that accolade. I would say that my daughter, I have a 20-year-old daughter And as any parent knows, um, it's not easy to be a good parent. It's not easy to parent well, to to be disciplined and, um, you know, to be an example. And that, for me, um, really, um, I just could not be more proud of the young woman that is um, going to be a junior in college and wants to be a high school education, I'm sorry, a high school um, English teacher uh, when she graduates. So um, I'm just, you know, that to me, I think is my, uh, I, I think it was the hardest thing I've ever done. And I think that I 
uh, and more proud of, of who she has become um, as uh, a young adult than, you know, than anything else. Well, you'll have to make sure you let her hear this show <laughs> on my website because that is so wonderful. And, you know, I wonder where she got that from, wanting to be an English teacher. <laughs> Isn't that well, great, though? Isn't that great? Yeah. Because, you know, to me, teachers are so important, you know, to our uh, society. So, you know, good for her and good for you for, you know, for what you've done uh, in your life and with this great daughter of yours. Uh, before you go, I wanted to ask you, um, when people want to go see any of these films, I assume they just go to the ticket window and buy tickets as normal, correct? Um, you can buy tickets in advance. By going to your website? You can buy tickets in advance at, on all of our, for all of our film festivals um, on our website, again, www.filmpittsburgh.org. And you can, if it's not sold out, buy tickets at the door 30 minutes before showtime. Okay. All right. So, Catherine, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Uh, I would like to say for those people listening with a disability, let your voice be heard. Stand up for your rights. Fight the good fight and engage people all every in every part of your life so that we can be there right with you. And for those people that don't have a disability today, right now at this particular moment, open your heart, open your mind to people that that might be a little bit different from you because you will find that you have much more in common than whatever might be different. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for those words. Um, So, we end every show with a quote, and today it has to be from film activist Dominic Evans, who said, if not cast, we are never going to see full inclusion, and how true that is. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.